Well, good morning and welcome, everybody. Um, my name is Mark Boyle. I'm the prepper guy and never seems to fail. You pull out on a road that's a small town road in the middle of effing nowhere. And there's a car coming. <laughs> so, I don't know if any of you watched that old movie, The, the Day of the Comet, but uh, it was similar to that kind of situation where <laughs> they steal a car and they're driving around while didn't even steal a car. It's these two teenage kids, young young boy and a young girl. And so they're ripping around town and everyone's dad and they're trying to figure out why everyone's dad. And uh, he stops at a stop sign. She's like, why are you stopping? Everyone's gone. And right then a car goes speeding by the other way. And I was like, that's, that's the way it is. See, no matter what. There's always somebody coming at you. So good morning. Um, I hope the audio sounds good. Been uh, having some issues with that on my phone and my headphones and whatever. One time I recorded a whole podcast and there was no audio at all, which was plugged in just like it is now. So uh, we'll hope and see. So I, I have a... a a friend, I guess, on Facebook. And uh, she's always posting things because she's a nurse. And uh, about how the hospitals are just crammed full of people. And everyone's working, you know, really long shifts, which is great. You know, make hay while the sun shines. You know, we got, if you got a scamdemic or a pandemic or whatever-demic, you know, you're paid to be a nurse. Nurse. But, uh, so one of them was about hospitals being on fire in the background and somebody standing there on their phone walking by. And it was actually, actually a house fire. You know, just showing the the lack of concern by people like whatever, you know. You know, well, you know, this house burns. Somebody's texting their friend. And, and you know, about how the hospitals are like that and nobody notices. And it's like, you know, well, that's because you know, the administrators of these hospitals are probably started the fire and are maintaining the fire. And she's like, you're, you're, you're kidding, right? And I was like, no, you know, it's like statistically, you know, there, there's been a flu season every year and a really educated doctor on one show I was listening to, she goes, uh, where'd the flu season go? You know, 20 and 21, you know, for that year statistics. It's like, well, I guess the flu stopped being the flu and common colds and, and it became COVID. But, you know, I, I was looking on the CDC's website history, you know, and, and I think the highest number was 2017, 2018 was, uh, let's see, I actually wrote it down. So hold on that thought, entertain yourself for a minute. Um, where the fuck? I'm going to die looking for a stupid post-it note. Um, well. All right, fuck it then. I wrote it down, stuck it there, lost it. In 2017-18, I think it was the highest year. It was close to 60, 50-some thousand people died from flu only. Not Because they mixed their, their statistics over the years. You know, flu and then flu and pneumonia. And so I just wanted the flu, you know. 
And maybe I should have went with pneumonia because then it would have been even higher because COVID is, is respiratory. So you know what? I'll look into that. But when you look at it, it's, it's you know, that was high, usually in the 20,000s just for flu. And then uh, this year, you know, so 19 and 20, the, the, the statistics aren't in yet, which makes you wonder, well, then how come I can go to the CDC, you know, right now or weeks ago. Remember when it was on the big screen on CNN and everything? It's like people that have died this second and the number was changing kind of like, you know, like those websites you go to to buy something. And it's like, Bob just bought this. Bing! Mary just bought this. You know, so they knew instantly um, to the nanosecond how many people were dying worldwide from this new COVID-19. And yet now, you know, you go to the CDC's website in 2019 and 20, they have no clue yet. Statistics aren't in. So I, if I go forward to, you know, 20 and 21, they just don't know. But if you ask them on another page, they'll tell you, oh, yeah, you know, 200,000 people have died in the United States from COVID-19. So how would they know? So a lot of people take my sarcasm and my attitude about this fucking scam, meaning I, I don't believe in science, and I do. I mean, people died historically from the flu um, going way back. Way, way back, way back machine. And pneumonia and all that. And the numbers were, you know, high some years and low some years. And, and that's just, you know, that's what it is. It was, a, it, it was called the flu season. And they'd tell you, well, no, you know, you'd go to the doctor. He's like, well, I'm not, I can't do nothing for you. You know, just, it's a virus. You know, we can't treat a virus. We can treat a, a bacteria, you know, that might cause a cold. So go home. Have some chicken noodle soup and take two aspirin, glass of water, shut the fuck up, basically. And that's how they treated it. And those statistics, so it's the same thing today. Are people dying from this flu strain called COVID? Yes. Is there any quantifiable proof or samples that they can run tests on for COVID? No, which is odd. Because science usually will come up with a, a vaccine for the flu based on last year's blood tests and stuff. And they will isolate that, that virus and they will go, that was SARS, COVID-2. That was influenza. That was Spanish flu. That was, you know, avian flu. See, they find it and then the next year they can inoculate you, you know, for it. So it won't get you this time. But they can't do that for COVID because, well, in their own words, they can't isolate it. So it's, it's just a flu. And they probably isolated just the common flu. And they're like, well, this isn't scary enough. You know, only, you know, 20, 30,000 people are going to die from it. We need to amp this up. And that's where, you know, Wuhan comes into play and all that. And they, they, they created the spike protein and everything. And they... they they put that in in the vaccine within the injection and the spike protein is what is just ravaging people's immune system and fucking them up now they got the numbers here it's like ah it's a pandemic 
This is worse than the fucking zombie apocalypse of 1871, you know, or whatever. And so these these nurses, I, I, I love them all. You know, my sister-in-law works at the hospital. She's not a nurse, but then we have friends that are nurses at the hospital, local hospital. And then I have you know a friend that's a respiratory therapist. And, and they're dealing with medical issues. No doubt. They're a fucking hospital. If there weren't medical issues, we wouldn't have hospitals. But to, to take and, and overinflate the, the COVID situation is ridiculous. And, and then... You know what? What really kind of irritates me is these people that I, I I look into look at as pretty smart, like my friend on Facebook. Um, they're buying into the BS because of the, the hysteria that they're being told is what it is. And and then and then they're like, well, Mark, you you got to be kidding about that. That you know our hospital beds are full. Well, of course they're full, and and. You know, 30, 40, 50% of them probably have already been vaccinated because that's what's happening. Now they're calling it the Delta variant. And then there's Epsilon and Okie Dokie variant and the McDonald's 2.0 variant, whatever. You know, so statistically, most of the people in the hospital are, are the ones that were vaccinated. And then, and then there might be others that have, for some reason, now gotten the flu because everybody's asking what happened to the flu season. So it's just a flu. And they're like, they run this fake PCR test, which there's tons of information out there on PCR tests and how, how fake they are. They, they weren't designed for what they're using for. It's a, you know, they're taking a sledgehammer and using it for finished trim carpentry and then going, look at all the holes in the baseboard. This is an epidemic. No, you're using the wrong tool, but whatever. So, when you, when you really look at it, yes, there's a, a virus, a flu, going around. Just like every year for fucking 20, 30 years. And we get it, and then as it heard, you know, we get an immunity to it. Some people get the shot, whatever, and then da-da-da, da-da-da. But this year, that shot is trying to kill you. And then, and because, now this is where you have to make a jump. You know, you can't just sit there and go, okay, yes, we have the flu. Everyone's got the flu. Why has everyone got the flu? And why is it being run up the flagpole so vigorously? Well, like these hospitals are getting paid a lot more. Like my friend that's a respiratory therapist will tell me the numbers. If they could find out that it's COVID, then they're not billing you or I that went in and go, I, I got the sniffles. And, and then the doctor does the same thing he did for 40 fucking years. Just go, go home, drink plenty of fluids, take two aspirin, uh, have some chicken noodle soup and, and go away. But thanks for the, here's your bill, you know. Well, now, see, they turn around and hand the bill to the government. And the government's paying, paying a pretty hefty price, according to my friend. It's like a lot more if it's COVID. You know, so they have a billable sucker, the U.S. government. Well, the taxpayers, you and I. Remember, the government has no money. Zero. Like, you know, do you have a crackhead friend 
that's like just fucking useless. He's always broke. Well, that's Uncle Sam. You know, he's, he's, he's always broke. And he's always coming to the, the American people going, hey, uh, dude, dude, I, I know, dude, dude, I, dude, I know that, you know, I was here yesterday and I needed money because the mafia was after me. Now, I'm going to war in Afghanistan. Dude, dude, it's important. Uh, why is it important? And that voice comes from our, our elected asshat politicians. And they're saying, dude, if we don't go over there, they'll come here. So they won't be kicking my ass in my neighborhood. They're going to come to your neighborhood and kick your ass too. Oh, well, fuck. How much money do you need? Uh, two, three trillion dollars. Like, oh, well, we're, we're the American taxpayer. We have a bottomless pit of money. You do? Yeah, yeah, we have a printing press. I mean, you're going to pay for it someday, one way or another. But right now, here, here's some money. So that's, that's America, see? And so, so your friend's coming over. It's like, dude, 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 did you hear about this COVID thing? It's like, no, dude, it's fucking everywhere. Everyone's got COVID. It's COVID here, COVID there. Everyone's dying of the COVID. It's like, wow. Yeah, dude, give me some money. I, you know, I, I need to, you know, I need to, you know, I need to bill all these people that are coming to my house with the COVID, but they don't have any money. A lot of them are dying. So, dude, give me some money. And Uncle Sam goes, oh, okay, how much do you need? Well, probably 10, 20 times more than I would normally bill these people because we need to scare them all. This is important. And then Uncle Sam, you know, is, is, is the crackhead coming to you and I, the taxpayers. And, and, and Uncle Sam's always like, dude, dude, dude. It's, it's like all your friends are dying of the COVID. Give me money. And, and they don't ask for the money anymore. They just take it. But... The talking heads in politics have to have to justify it somehow. So they 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 you know they they put out all the the movies and the CDC has a budget for movies. So like we used to watch The Good Doctor, Grey's Anatomy, and uh, Amsterdam. I don't know why. <coughs> Some bitch, I got the COVID. Um, and we and, and they were they were. Every typical fucking stupid drama shows that we watch. It's like, ah. And then, like, all last season, they started all crying about all these hospitals being overrun. And the poor nurses sitting in the break room going, I need a break. I'm going to fucking die. And, and, you know, this is horrible. Those poor people. Are you watching how many people are dying? And so all of these shows, they're wearing their mask and they're handing out masks and they're you know, stroking people's heads like little hurt puppies. It's like, you'll be okay. You'll be okay. And, and they, they went from good just, you know, hospital shit, gunshot wounds. And there was always some political thing in there, you know. And they went total social engineering bullshit. And we just quit watching. We didn't watch it. It's like, bucket. I am done with this show. And most shows you watch, you know, kind of had that little. I mean, we always knew they were brainwashing us through these, you know, fucking sitcoms, but eh, they still made us laugh. Well, but see, the CDC pays for that. They pay writers. Hey, here's some talking points. Insert that in into your show. Like, shoehorn that motherfucker right on up in there. It's like, oh, yeah, sure. How much are you going to pay us? Yeah, sure. So the writers do it. So 
the administrators of these hospitals are like, yeah, everyone's got COVID. Well, how can we prove it? It's like, use this pathetic uh, test, P- PCR test. And, it, and if you overamp that machine and you turn it up instead of running basically at a 20, you run it at a 40 or 50, then you just get noise. See, like the machine is designed to give you really nice sound at 8 ohms at this much volume. And then instead of running it at the max, you know, the amp can put out, you know, 200 watts to 800 watts. But really, it was designed for 200 watts. And it'll still make your ears bleed if you got the right speakers and everything set up and tuned right. They turn it up to 8. And then they're like, God, do you hear all that distortion? It's like, yeah, that's fucking insane. People are dying left and right from COVID. It's like, great. How much do you need for them people that are got actually got COVID? Not the flu, not a cold, not chicken noodle soup fucking virus, but, you know, fucking COVID. Oh, well, we'll, we'll charge you, you know, 200 times the amount. Because normally it'd be like a just if they're stupid enough to come into the emergency room at seven, eight hundred dollars, maybe a thousand, which taxpayers still paid for because it's the emergency room and they're not getting paid. Then the government's like, well, we'll pay you, you know, like a hundred thousand dollars if you can prove they got COVID. And it's like, wink, wink, nod, nod. It's like, yeah, we got a PCR test. It's like, good. So you see, this it, it, it is a it is a real thing. The flu, because I'm not going to be the one to say there's no such thing as the flu season, because there is. I am the guy saying we have a flu season that has been cranked up to 800 watts, and now there's nothing but distortion coming in the speakers from the media, big tech, Facebook and all the mass hats, and, and the hospitals, and the nurses. And the nurses are just sitting there forced to listen to this ear-bleeding fucking distortion. And, and, and meanwhile, they're fatigued, they're tired, they're overworked. And, and then the hospital's making a fucking killing. You know, follow the money. They're making a motherfucking killing on this from you and I, the taxpayers and the nurses, because they're taxpayers too. You know, so it's, it's the broken window theory. You know, it's like if I break a window in the neighborhood, then look at how much goes on, you know, like... The guy's got to pay a cleaning crew to come in and pick up all the glass and then a, a, another guy to come in and board up the window. And then you got to call the glass company and then the glass company's got to come in and put in a new glass and then pay the guy to glaze it and put it on and uh, shit and clean up and pretty it up. So they, they consider that making work. This is Keynesian economics. And so when you do that, look at all the money that was spent. Well, but it never, for Keynesian economics never looks in and factors in the fact that, you know, the guy that owned the shop that got the window broke was planning on spending that money a thousand other places anyway. So it didn't, there, it's a net zero sum gain or however you pronounce that. You know, because the same amount of money, he had a thousand dollars of discretionary income and instead of buying shoes for his kid or a college fund or a vacation or a camping trip or, you know, school clothes or a fucking million things, new sofas for his house to make his wife happy or drapes or paint. He ended up having to spend it on his shop. The money went from account A to account B, C, D, E, and F. Or he could have spent it himself without some dumb fucker breaking his window to 
to spur on the economy and would have spent it on A, B, C, D, E, and F also. And then he might have put some money in the bank, which is good for the economy because if it's in the bank and the banks are running right, then the, the bank has a little bit of cash to lend out to the shop owner down the street that might also make money. So see, that's how it works organically. And, and, but, you know, this theory of the breaking windows, you know, spurs the economy is kind of silly. Now, in the movie Fifth Element, you know, the guy with the fucking weird thing over his head, uh, I can't think of his name, but I love him as an actor. Um, you know, he breaks the glass and he's like, look at all this going on, you know, and it's, it's a drinking, you know, a water glass or something. He pushes it off his desk and all the robots come out and clean it all up. Well, they're fucking robots. See, there's no money spent on that other than a broken glass. You know, it's not like all those robots were making $5 an hour here and $10 an hour there. No, they're fucking robots. So you, so it doesn't work. In the movie, it kind of, you know, people would watch it and think, oh, that's kind of, yeah, look at all that. All these robots now have something to do. But that's, that's the broken window theory, and it's Keynesian economics, and it's fucking bullshit. And that's what they're doing to us. And then who's paying for this happy crap, bullshit, lying garbage? You and I. And, and then... When we argue about it and we're like, you know, dude, I, I'm Uncle Sam, crackhead motherfucker. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dude, dude, dude. What? 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 You know, you, you go, look, I'm, ty- I'm tired of paying for your addiction. You fucking go into rehab. Well, dude, I, I tried that. I, I, don't, I Lend me some money and I'll go to rehab. It's like, no, fuck you. Die for all I care. Just fucking die. Go overdose over there. And, and so we're the bad guys. See, well, you don't care if I die? You know, that's Uncle Sam. You don't care if people die in your neighborhood? You know, it's just it's fucking COVID. It's fucking COVID. 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 Dude, COVID. Go, did, did, go. Dude. Did I mention it's COVID-19? Yeah. Yeah, you did. So you don't care. No. And then all the crackhead friends are all like, you know, the media, big tech and all that. It's like, well, you're a hater. You're a terrorist. You're a fucker you're a racist you're a cocksucking want to see children dying of covid and so you lose you just fucking lose and what really gets me on this rant here is the fact that i have really educated people some of them are not buying into it either because he's a respiratory therapist so he's not a dumbass he could see what the fuck's happening he went to medical school he's smart you know but these nurses they're smart but they're they're being misled buying into this and they can't see the simple common sense reality is yes it's the fucking flu season nobody's dying more of it and i even post stuff about these pcr tests and the and the isolated you know quantities of this covid to where it could be tested and, and calibrated in machines that actually cost millions of dollars and shit no they they they, they sit there and go mark you don't know what you're talking about it's like, yeah, I, I know I'm not a doctor and I'm not a hospital administrator, but I am a thinker. And there's enough information out there to where I can look at it and filter it down and, and base it off the baseline of common sense that I'm seeing everywhere and reading everywhere and looking at and experiencing everywhere and going, uh, this is just the fucking flu. But yeah, it's the flu. But we added a martini, you know, an olive to the martini. It's the 19. It's the COVID flu. It's like you're being you're being lied to. You're being sold a hundred dollar martini. That's the same as the five dollar martini down at the local bar. No, Mark, 
So that's what gets me. It's, it's like, you know, I'm, I'm the hater. You're the hater. If you have any common sense and you're like, this is fucking bullshit, you're the hater. Now, when you think about it, it's the same thing with other, everything else. See, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to talk a little bit about my, my court thing that I went to court and blah, blah, blah. Wah, 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 wah. It's like fucking Charlie Brown. So, again, it went nowhere. So, over this last year and a half, see, I haven't been just sitting around, you know, sweating bullets and, you know, crying in my fucking beer. I've been reading continuously on the Constitution. Like, if you look at my laptop computer right now, my internet's really slow because I have 14 PDF files opened up. All the minutes from the last year's city council meeting are opened up. I have uh, seven or eight Word documents opened up with notes and stuff that I'm compiling. So much so that I'm, I've, I've become confused. I'm just like dizzy. It's like throwing a Frisbee to your dog. You can catch it. You throw 30 of them. It's like, uh, it doesn't even catch one. That's where I'm at. And then I have Google Chrome with 10 tabs opened in one, and then another one with a, another 10 tabs opened up because I like to separate fucking political side of this argument to the legal side of it. So I, I've been studying. And, and, and I'm a real fan of Chris Ann Hall. Uh, you know, I watched her movie, uh, Non-Compliant. And if you haven't watched it, watch it. It's called The Non-Compliant Movie or just noncompliantmovie.com. Calm. It's free. Really good. And everybody's, you know, in the media that are not fucking pushover asshats, you know, are saying, you know, we need to resist. We need to be non-compliant with these things. You know, all these things in life, not just the flu shot, which most people are saying, fuck you. But I mean, still, we're, you know, probably 20% more have gotten the, the, the COVID, you know, um, vaccine then got the flu shot last year and the year before that I mean, it's usually 20-30% get the flu shot so they've really amped it up to get it more but we need to resist these things and so I was, I was you know, talking to my, my wife and stuff and I go you know everybody says you need to be non-compliant but if you're being non-compliant the reality is you're going to end up in court that's just a, a motherfucking given that you will be in court when you're non-compliant. And I talked about that a little bit, you know. It's like the minute you say no to the community and all that, then they come and beat the fuck out of you. So I've been trying to, you know, so I... I I called the mayor of my town and, and uh, talked to him. I said, you know, well, I actually called the office and they go, he doesn't have an office here, city council cause, or city hall, because he's the mayor. He's sick. We don't have room. So then I left a message. He called me back and I, I joking with him. I was like, you don't have an office? He's like, yeah, it's a part-time gig. You know, I was like, yeah, I guess so. You know, because when we build a new city hall, then we might have a mayor's office, like, uh, save your money, skip the office, fucking leave the city all the way it is. Jesus, quit fucking spending money. But anyway, 
So we talked uh, quite a while about my problem. And so tomorrow he's going to come to the house and we're going to have a sit down, you know, meeting and, and discuss this shit show called local politics. And, and I tried to instill in him, it's like, I don't want to talk about the legal side of it because, you know, I could quite literally sue any one of my listeners for the color of their hair, the kind of car they drive. And I could, I could build up enough of a case to where a judge might go, yeah, why do you have a fucking Camaro? And instead of, you know, you being able to go, fuck off, I've got, I bought a Camaro because I like them, they're sporty. I could prove in court that you are a danger to society because inherently you like the speed. I knew you as a kid, you liked the speed in drag race. That Camaro is going to get you in trouble. So like the minority report, I'm suing you right now for problems you will probably do based on your track record in the future. So I don't want to talk about legal things because there's two, three, four, maybe ten sides to every legal battle. And it really just boils down to who's got the most fucking money and, and you know, and continue on. Like I told my city, uh, the you know, prosecutor, I go, I could string this out for 20 years. I know enough legal wranglings to, I could just keep milking this and appealing it and fucking you guys around forever. It's not going to cost me any more money when I finally lose if I'm fighting all my own legal battles than if I'd paid you your fine and permit yesterday. But they don't care, see, because they, they have your money. You know, it's like the golf course in my town. It, it loses money every year. It's a fucking golf course, you know. And then the bars close most of the time. So when people are out playing golf during the weekdays because they got some time off, the bar's closed. The beer bitch isn't driving around. Nothing. You know why? Well, because the payroll's paid by the, the, the taxpayer. See, if a business owner owned that, he would be sharpening his pencil and trying to keep open and make money. And, and, and the bar would be in the biggest money maker over the restaurant would be open and the restaurant might be closed. You know, because... <laughs> You know, it's just, it's mind-numbing. And so, I could sue you. I could sue anybody. And so I told the mayor, I go, I don't, I want to tell you what I'm thinking on this. Because our city is in a good position to change things because of some stuff that's happened. And the county has even said they'll help us with code revisions. Now, the state constitution in your state, too probably has a section in there for you know city management for dummies which ours just happens to be title nine that's what the city can and can't do because the city is a subdivision of the state you know they don't have any authority whatsoever to do hardly jack shit other than you know play sim city with you know the computer of life and so the the title gives them the authority to, to do things. Well, my city and probably yours, when it comes to planning and zoning, they have this longitude and latitude where they can do things, but it, it doesn't give them the right to do it. <clears throat> Might give them the authority, but not the right. See, it's, it's like, 
you know, as a parent, I can beat my children or I can ground them. And as long as nobody knows that I'm being abusive, yeah, fuck it. I got the right to do it. Should you? No. You know, I read a thing on some city that was saying, well, you know, we have a, <clears throat> a city ordinance on the weight of a, a dog. Like, you can't have a dog that weighs more than 75 pounds or whatever it is. You know, so it, it, what it does is eliminate certain breeds that they feel are a threat. Well, pit bulls are way under that weight limit. So then they had to create a new one for that. So you can't have a Mastiff or, you know, some of these really big dogs, a Pyrenees, whatever, and stuff. But since you had these dogs for, you know, years before we passed that ordinance, we'll grandfather you in. Now, if your dear old dog dies, you can't get a bigger breed than 75 pounds. And I'm reading this thinking, really? Do you fucks have nothing better to do? than that and so you start seeing that you know it's all fucked up so i wanted to tell the mayor look you know we need to change this because this is just wrong and i'm the guy that will fight it until hell freezes over and if i get my foot in the door and win one case i will sue the city but i don't want to talk about all those threats and intimidation I just want to go, can we do the right thing in our community? Because the world is falling apart faster than we can fucking imagine it. And when Humpty Dumpty falls off the wall, nobody's going to put it back together again, politically speaking, because all of our statesmen are dead, you know, 100 years ago or more. And and nobody knows how to use the glue to put it back together because they're all fucking morons. Because listen to them. I mean, you listen to your politicians. These are our statesmen. These are the ones that are going to rebuild America if it falls apart due to civil war or revolution. Really? They're fucking dumb as dirt. I'd rather have my friend Crackhead Bob and a bunch of his meth addict friends help me restructure America than that group of jackals. So that's my purpose with the meeting with the city or the mayor. It's like, look, this is where we're at. And, you know, I've heard for 20 years everybody in politics go, well, yeah, we should change that. Yeah, we should change that. Well, yeah, we should change that. And then next four years when there's another election, I'm going to change that. I'm going to change that. Get selected. We should change that. We should change that. And you, you kind of get where I'm going without me just continuing to repeat that fucking cycle of we should change it. I will change it. Repeat. We should change it. I will change it. Repeat. You know, for the last 20 fucking years. And yet nothing has gotten fixed, changed. It's gotten worse. And I read all the minutes from the last couple years back and all these meetings and stuff and blah, blah, fucking blah, you know, and then the code guy, from the enforcement dude from the city, he's like, well, we've been trying to rewrite this and that. And it's like, shut the fuck up. No one cares what your department is doing or thinking. You know what I care about? My drinking water is still not fluorinated, thank God. It still tastes good, yay. The parks are thinking of building a couple more baseball diamonds, sweet, and a, and a, and a center for, you know, like the youth, so a, a better soccer field, right on. And then uh, the, the city bought a new garbage truck because the old one was leaking oil, awesome. See, these are things I care about. Planning and zoning is like, well, we're going to raise our budget so we can fuck with you people more. It's like, oh, what a great idea. Here, here's $1,000 to ass rate me for the next fucking 10 years. 
Fuck them. So you, you kind of get it, right? That's my opinion. And I want to try to present it to the mayor without cussing a lot and stuff going, this needs to be fixed. You're the mayor. You know, I have enough support with other people in the city council to where we could probably do this. And, 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 and that's what I'd like to happen. I'm not asking the city to reinstate the good old boys club just for me, you know, to give me a waiver. But legally, constitutionally, legally, they can waive enforcement on my property, which I've asked them to do. And then there's like no harm, no foul. Nobody wins. But the important thing is nobody loses. So everybody in the in the argument gets to save face. Well, it's like I'm, I'm talking to dead people. You know, they just, huh? What? Why would I do that? Well, so I don't sue the fuck out of you for a million goddamn dollars because I actually care about my community. I really want that million dollars to go to the new sports complex and the two diamonds and the, and the soccer field. Oh, yeah. And a, a, a practice field for football. It's a great fucking idea. And no. So they're like, why would we do that? Uh, so you could save your money and not get sued again by somebody again. So that's that's my whole point of it, of meeting with him. Now, if it, you know, well, I guess then my next thing that I'll want to do will be determined by, you know, what the outcome of that. Because, you know, I went to I went to my pretrial conference with the city attorney and and she was like, uh, well, you didn't get us the pictures like you said you would, which I didn't say. She just said, you know, could you send some pictures, email them to me and I'll get them to the city manager. I was like, sure, I could do that. I didn't say, yes, I will do that. See, there's a difference between lying and just going whatever and agreeing. Because, see, I'm not going to testify against myself, which is what a pretrial would be if I did what she said. Oh, look, they're, they're working on our new store building. Awesome, because we're going to move. So she's like, we're, well, if, if by next, we, next month, I think it's the 22nd of September, if you haven't got me that stuff and got it, this ball rolling, then we're going to set this to trial. And it's like, okay, well, I know what happens in trial. See, then we, then we go to court. Win or lose, um, I'm going to appeal it. Well, no, if I win, then I'm not going to appeal it. I'm going to sue the city for threats and intimidation, which is what they've been doing for a year and a half, almost two years. If I lose, then I'll appeal it. So it just goes on and on. You know, nothing's going to change. So I, I want the mayor to avoid that kind of happy horse shit. But, you know, I, I don't know. If, I don't know. See, so I don't know. I have a friend that's very legal-ish, wants to be at the meeting, but I, I'm, I'm thinking of telling him not this time because it's more of an, a, a, an opinion show. <laughs> You know, I don't, I don't want to talk about legal things because I could say, well, this is illegal. And he could go, yeah, but. And then I could go, yeah, but. And then he could go, yeah, but. No, yeah, but. No, yeah, but. No, fuck you. Yeah, but. So you see, it, I don't want that. What I want to do is say, this is how I'm feeling about it. This is where I'm at as a constituent. I, I, I ran against you, you know, as mayor, as a writing candidate and found out I couldn't do it because I'd waited too long. But, you know, I'm not opposed to. Uh, campaigning against you next election and getting a bunch of conservative people in, in, in thing. Cause I will spend hundreds and hundreds of dollars, you know, making your life suck as the mayor. I'm not going to tell him that cause that's just kind of cheesy, but you know, 
I, I want to see where it goes. So I don't want it to become a legal, well, you could sue, but then we could countersue. And it's like, yeah, but then I could counter countersue. So I, I want it to be civilized because, see, civil law in reality is about a civil society. And, and, and being civil to one another. And then you go to court and a judge sets back like the parent when two kids are fighting and, and un, unaware of the whole situation that went on because parent, you've been out being a fucking parent, you know, like who really broke the lamp and you gather information, then you make a determination and you ground one of them and the other one, you, you fucking smack them on the ass because they're both stupid. I mean, let's face it. So that's how it is. And then you work it out like King Solomon in a civil way. So right now, I don't want to talk about the legal. I could, I could do this and that. I, I want to just try to get him to see that the city can make positive changes right now. The constituents will be happier right now if we do that. And because America is on a, on a slide into the abyss right now, it would be nice to know that our community had our back and our city leaders had our back. And, and you know, and, and like our sheriff has gotten tons of, of support locally because he says, I'm not going to enforce a mask mandate. That's up to the individual. If they want to get vaccinated, go ahead. If you don't, fucking don't. So he's doing really well in the numbers. So the the mayor and the city council also need to look at that and go, well, there are elections coming up all the time and recalls and stuff like that. I want the good numbers. I want everybody in the town go, I might not agree with everything, but I do agree that he's helping us, you know, because every department within the city is doing a really good job other than planning and zoning and the rest of it's semantics. So if you, if you can get that fucking rabbit dog called planning and zoning under control i mean totally under control to where they're doing what their job is not what they think it is then everything else running in the city is going to get you elected as long as you're not hurting the people and i think planning and zoning is hurting the people so that's where i'm going to go and then i i will i will come back uh next you know next wednesday maybe and talk a little bit about how that went so I'm done ranting about uh, fucking, you know, stupid people uh, worried about a, a pandemic that's the flu season, maybe a little higher numbers than normal, but we won't know for 20, 30 years because, you know, they, they have the hysteria added into it. It's got the hysteria factor and the PCR tests, which are bullshit. So we will never know, but I know enough people that have, uh, you know, gotten sick and stuff like that and haven't died. I don't know too many people that have died from the flu in the last 20 years of my life. Or maybe they did and I didn't know it because they fucking died and it wasn't a big deal. So I'm done ranting about that and I'm uh, and for the day I'm done ranting about uh, City Hall. If you live in an area that you feel is being oppressive or in a county or a city, small towns, big towns, very hard battle, but I'm going to start talking about things that we can do to get a hold of the city's short hairs and go, hey, knock it off, or I'm going to fucking start pulling your short hairs out one by one. Grabbing them by the balls, basically. Um, so that's what we want to do in America. We want to get control of our cities and our counties because that's where the power and, and the problems are. Like I said, when, when I started this legal battle, 
uh, President Trump never wrote me and said, hey, I'm a developer. You need to get a permit. Uh, my my state representative never called me and said, hey, dude, um, why are you fighting City Hall? No, you know who fucked with me? City Hall. It's my city, not the county, because, see, I live in a city, an incorporated city, so the city. And, and, and the county really stays out of it unless it's unless I lived in the county, especially with planning and zoning. So the only people that have made my life suck over most of my life, other than I'm going to factor out <laughs> the IRS, um, has been the city. Cities, wherever I lived. It's city coats, it's city tickets, it's traffic tickets in the city. City, city. My dog's barking, city cop shows up. Just shut your fucking dog up. Have the music playing too loud at a wedding. City cop shows up. It's like, can you turn that down? Sure. So it's it's never been the president of the United States. So remember that. We need to get control of our city. So with that being said, I'm going to order some breakfast here at the, my favorite um, Mexican restaurant. And I hope you guys all have a great week. Um, email me, mark at prepperguy.com. I'm cutting everything back a lot, so you're not going to see me in a lot of places. And even my website's still in the middle of its redesign. Mark can't figure out what to do mode and stuff. And a lot of other things, like I started doing preppergal.life. I've abandoned that. I'm going to pretty much shut off all my other websites except business ones that make me money. And, 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 and just... Just continue to try to help people with my once a week podcast and and uh, and, and rant and rave for my you know my mental therapy. All right, so I'll talk to you all later. Um, Mark at prepperguy.com. I'm on YouTube. Uh, you can always go to prepperguy.com and watch some videos. And then it's uh, prepperguy.podbean.com for my uh, podcast. This podcast in audio, and then uh, Contra Radio Network dot podbean dot com for the video podcast anyway love y'all have a great one bye bye enjoy the apocalypse we made too many compromises already too many retreats we invade our space and we fall back i'm your huckleberry the line must be drawn here this far no further that's just my game